You did not pick Brent Marks to win last night. Do not lie to me. We'll talk about his incredible run from 14th to the win uh, to win the $100,000 at Eldora. We'll also talk other Thursday results and what's ahead this weekend. Roll the intro. Friday, July 15th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We're going to start the show off the right way and say, don't tell me there's no passing in sprint car racing. That one is for my open red friends. Last night at Eldora for the return of the historical big one, we had a ton of movement in the feature. The hard charger in Logan Schuhart was plus 16, Brian Brown plus 13, Shelton Hoddenshield plus 11, Logan Wagner plus 12, and our eventual winner in Brent Marks was plus 13. He went 14th to the win. Today, you are seeing a lot of superlatives about Marks, including that he's the hottest driver right now, that he's maybe the best in the country, etc. And all of those things might be true. It also sounds like Marks was maybe the pick last night from a lot of people. But if you've really looked at how he's done at Eldora recently, I'm not sure how you could have seen last night's performance coming. He won in May of last year in Rossburg, but since then at Eldora has finishes of 18th, 8th, 24th in the C-Main, 11th, 14th, and was 16th in the Joker's Wild on Wednesday night. Uh, From there, from the 14th starting position, there was no way come feature time you would have picked him for the victory. He started 14th. I hit 27 past races at Eldora in the DirtTracker.com analytics database before last night. And the furthest back a winner had come since 2017 was Larson's ninth to the win run a year ago in the King's Royal. The average feature starting position in that span for a winner at Eldora is right around three and a half. Going even beyond that, the furthest back an outlaw winner has started all season right now is seventh. So there's no way looking at Mark's recent runs at Eldora and that 14th starting spot that you would have convinced me that he was the guy to beat last night. But in the end, that's exactly what he was. It certainly didn't hurt, though, that there were issues last night, including flat tires. We had some crashes. We had an open red period. And I think all of that contributed to Marks being able to move forward. Cy Lynch, Craig Kinzer, Kerry Madsen, and Kyle Larson all had problems and all started in front of Marks. So those guys kind of, you know, either needing to go to the work area or being out for the night certainly moved Marks forward in the running order. And uh, Cy Lynch was the night's pole sitter and he blew his engine earlier in the uh, early in the future running third. He tweeted earlier today that they are done for the weekend because it was their only power plant. In the feature, though, last night through halfway, the race was a battle between Tyler Courtney and Rico Abreu, but Marks grabbed the lead on lap 25 and led the rest of the way for the win. Sunshine finished second with Rico third. That was a sweep of the podium by non-outlaw drivers. Larson drove back to ninth after that early flat tire. The $100,000 score last night for Marks was his 12th sprint car win of the season, which now includes four victories against the Outlaws and two against the All-Stars, uh, a bunch during Pennsylvania Speed Week as well. He and crew chief Heath Moyle and that guy and that group of guys have definitely figured some stuff out right now, and they still have two more nights at Eldora to grab even more cash. We've got the night before on tap for Friday and the Kings Royal coming up Saturday. The bad news is there is some weather around the area for the next few days, so that will be something to keep an eye on. In the Outlaw Championship, no movement last night as the differing format meant the Thursday program was show up points only. Tonight's racing is back to the standard Outlaw format, so we will have a full points on the line. The analytics prediction formula is picking at Donnie shots for the four straight night. I'm going to go with Rico. Sixth on Wednesday, third last night after leading laps. I like their chances going forward. Both nights of these uh, races at Eldora will be live over on Dervision if you cannot attend this weekend. 
A quick side note, if you like what I'm doing here, make sure to like these videos and subscribe to the show on YouTube or where you get podcasts. You can snag a Dirt Tracker decal for $3 or $5 over at dirttracker.com. If you click the merch button in the top nav bar or there's links below in the video description. If you're a stat nerd or want more race data, grab a subscription to Dirt Tracker Plus $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year. If you buy the yearly, you basically get two months free. We just crossed over 1,200 races in the database, and there is gobs of data to pick through on your favorite drivers and series. There's a link below for that one as well. You can also leave me a tip using the Super Thanks feature here uh, on these YouTube videos. Uh, and before we move on, I am working on some more merch for the near future, and couple, uh, including a couple of t-shirt ideas. Uh, I'll share more on that soon when I have uh, things a little more solidified. At I-70 last night, my bounce back win pick in Brandon Shepard was just a little more than a lap away from the win when disaster struck the Rocket House car. His engine went up in smoke in a big way, and that handed the lead to second running Hudson O'Neill. On the restart, O'Neill drove away from Jimmy Owens to earn his second Lucas Oil A Model Dirt Series win of the season and second in just five races. Owens and McCready joined him on the podium. Bishop was poised to take a big chunk out of McCready's points lead. But with those late problems and a 13th place finish, Shepard is now 95 points behind T-Mac headed to Tri-City tonight. So now you've had kind of back-to-back races here uh, where Shepard has had problems and he was the points leader. Now he's almost 100 back. Ricky Thornton Jr. is 200 out of the lead after finishing fifth, but he's only 105 from Shepard in second. In the Lucas rookie battle, Garrett Alberson is now at the head of the class with the loss of Ashton Winger. We haven't seen Winger since Muskingum County and he's dropped to 11th in the standings. They are apparently off the tour because of some crew issues. The series is headed to Tri-City tonight and then Wheatland on Saturday. Tyler Erb is the most recent winner at Tri-City back in 2020. Chris Ferguson and Johnny Scott were winners at Wheatland earlier this season. The prediction formula likes McCready tonight. I'm just going to take Shepard again. Uh, Both of these racing nights will be live over on Flow Racing. In other action from Thursday, Bobby Pierce won again with the Summer Nationals, this time at Shady Hill Speedway. It was his third straight win, and he should easily be on his way here to the Hell Tour Championship. On the modified side, Mike McKinney kept Nick Hoffman at bay for the distance to earn his first win of the season. Hoffman is still running away with the modified Nationals title. The two divisions are headed to Farmer City tonight, uh, Oakshade on Saturday, and Wayne County on Sunday. These races are also available over on Dirt Vision. At Ogilvy for the opening night of Mod Wars, veteran racer Dave Kane led the final four laps to score his first career at USMTS win. Points leader Dustin Sorensen finished second with Lucas Schott in third. The series remains at Ogilvy tonight and tomorrow uh, before they will head to Casino Speedway on Sunday. You can watch the entire weekend over on Race and Dirt. Looking at some other racing to come this weekend, the World of Outlaws late models are back in action after a few weeks off. We haven't seen them since Brandon Shepard won at Jacksonville on June 26th. They're up north with stops coming up tonight at River Cities. They're then uh, at I-94 tomorrow and Sunday at Red Cedar. Dennis Orb Jr. continues to lead Max Blair in the championship standings with 148 points separating the two. Tanner English is only another 22 points behind Blair in that battle for second. English definitely closing things up there here lately. I had someone ask me the other day about the future of the World of Outlaws late model series because of all of the kind of splintering uh, we've seen this season in the late model world, but I wouldn't expect anything to change going forward for the series. Even with the loss of some high-profile teams, there's still a lot of value with the Outlaws, and they still have eight drivers right now as full-time uh, members. Remember, too, this series has a multi-year deal with a new title sponsor in case construction, and I think as long as the business still makes sense here for World Racing Group, I don't see this series going away anytime soon. The prediction formula likes Ricky Weiss tonight. I'm going to go Ryan Gustin. You can watch the Outlaws over on Dirt Vision. 
And if you're an open wheel fan, both the USAC and Power Eye National Midgets are racing this weekend. USAC closes out Mid-America Midget Week with two nights at Jefferson County. Buddy Kofoid continues to lead Justin Grant in the standings. Emerson Axum, Tanner Thorson, Tyler Courtney, and Chris Windham have all uh, gotten the most recent wins at Jefferson County, so we'll see a fresh face win tonight. The formula likes Kofoid. I'll pick Grant again. And Power Eye is headed to Valley Speedway tonight and tomorrow, and then Sweet Springs on Sunday. We should see some changes, though, in the Power Eye National Midget standings, with, uh, with kind of competitors kind of split between the two series over the next few nights. And just to give you some idea, Kenna McIntosh currently leads Brian Wiedemann and Brenham Crouch for the Power Eye Championship. With the deal between Mav and Flow, these Power Eye Nights can now be watched live over on Flow Racing. And we'll get a one-night dose of the ASCS National Tour with a stop tonight at US 36 Raceway. With recent issues for Wayne Johnson, Blake Hahn has taken control in the National Tour standings. Johnson is back to second with rookie Jason Martin third, Garrett Williamson fourth, and Matt Covington in fifth. Covington was the winner at US 36 a year ago, and he's been better as of late after a tough start to 2022. His last four races have included finishes of 6th, 1st, 4th, and 6th. The ASCS is live uh, all season long over on Flow Racing. And speaking of the streaming schedule, we are approaching 50 shows on it uh, for today. No lack of options around the country, and there's a bunch more to come this weekend. That includes the World of Outlaws at Eldora on Dervision, Lucas Late models uh, all weekend long on Flow Racing. Like I just mentioned, the ASCS, USAC, Power and Midgets. You got the USMTS, plus all of the local and regional action uh, across services like Speedsport, Dirt Track Digest, and a bunch more. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, including links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today and for this week. Enjoy the Dirt Racing Weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in all week. We had a ton of stuff to talk about. Glad you guys came along for the ride. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 